TJ Finley, back to Texas State. It's locked on Sunbelt. You are locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right, uh, we'll get to the basketball, some crazy games. Arkansas State barely hanging on. And uh, ODU blows another 20-point lead. So Georgia State uh, continues to roll. We'll get back to that. But it was this afternoon that TJ Finley announced, I believe via Instagram, that he is coming back. Of course, we saw it when uh, Kef Giardello uh, put it out there. And that's when we knew TJ was returning. Uh, let me see if I get a time on this exactly. Because uh, then I tweeted it out. Let's see here. Let's see when he tweeted it out. Um, oh, well, that maybe was that yesterday? Was it? When did it come out? So, uh, anyways, he's coming back. Let me see my profile. <laughs> when I tweeted it out. So, it was this afternoon. Maybe it was early in the evening. Um. No, see, Kef did it at, uh, it was at 2, 2.30, almost 2.30 in the afternoon. And then I tweeted it out. I said, there it is. Kenny's back. Marty's back. Finley's back. Texas State will be the 2024 preseason, preseason pick to win the Sun Belt West. Now, whether they do or not, you know, remains to be seen. But they'll be the odds-on favorite. All right. Uh, the Cajuns are coming back with Ben Woldridge and the running backs. And a lot of the receivers, they got to replace, uh, you know, their tight ends. They got to replace some guys on defense. Uh, but they'll have some experience offensively. All right. Uh, Arkansas State is, they got Jalen Rayner in, in the year number two. They've added Malik Hornsby, speaking of Texas State, for their, uh, you know, as a receiver. And then who else we got? We got Will Hall. With Rademacher from FSU going to Southern Miss. And I don't think the bottom is going to fall out at South Alabama. I'm just not sure it's going to be. I don't think we're going to see too many 50-point explosions next year from uh, the Jaguars. All right? It'll be a different kind of different kind of game. But now, instead of Texas State trying to get to six wins, trying to get to a bowl game, they're going to be favored. And it's going to be a little bit different when you are the uh, hunted instead of the hunter. I think that'll make a difference. As we sort of saw this year with South Alabama. I thought they were going to be much better. The betting lines were absolutely correct, right? You had to take the under. I didn't even get the, I, th I was seven and a half. I was shocked. Uh, 
I just didn't think they could lose that many ball games, and then uh, they did. So Texas State now will be uh, the odds-on favorite, if you will, to win uh, the West. Troy, you know, replacing everybody. <laughs> uh, coaching staff, quarterback, running back. Uh, so that's going to be a project. Monroe, we don't know about Monroe, right? I mean, they got a third of their, you know, rosters turnover. You would presume that Monroe would be better. Tough to be worse. They were 2-10 and 10 last year, 0-8 in the conference. So Texas State will be your odds-on favorite to win the West. Will they be the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing? I don't know if they pick that. I think the coaches just pick, you know, the division champions, and it goes from there. Uh, I presume App State will be the preseason pick in the East. You do have the former, was it Dylan Morris, the former Washington quarterback? Does he got a fetish with purple or something like that? He's he's going from Washington to JMU. Uh, Coastal Carolina has their quarterback. Old Dominion has their quarterback. Marshall has their quarterback. And we got to worry about Georgia State and Georgia Southern and their quarterbacks. So if JMU has their quarterback, App State has their quarterback, Coastal has their quarterback, Old Dominion has their quarterback, and Marshall has their quarterback. I'm not sure who, you know, if Georgia State or Georgia Southern um, is it guys coming up or did they go to the portal and get their get their QBs. But App State is probably going to be the preseason favorite in the East. And then we'll have to see how everything else shakes out. You still have a signing day and guys can still go in the portal again and come out of the portal. So that's that's reopening here. So we'll see how that all works out. But I, I'm really now looking forward to it. Now... It's a different level of expectations. Now it's a surprise, right? Texas State went in and beat Baylor in game one and then lost to UTSA in game two. Put up a 77 spot against Jackson State, beat Nevada and Southern Miss with a 50 spot. Blew a ball game to the Cajuns that they should have won. Come back and they were going to lose to Monroe. They were going to lose to Monroe at home and they came from behind to win that ball game. Uh, they did get uh, hammered by Troy. Troy was really good. No shame in that. Uh, they do come away with an impressive win against Georgia Southern. They lost on the road to Coastal Carolina. And then they got embarrassed by Arkansas State. They, you know, Arkansas State put up 77 points. A lot of that was special teams and turnovers. But nonetheless, 77 points, 77 points. And then they fought a uh, a South Alabama team that wouldn't go away, 52-44, and, and South Alabama was without uh, Carter Bradley. So they had a very good season. They win their bowl game, uh, but expectations were going from – they were actually – honestly, they were they, the over-under for wins was like four and a half or five, but they were picked fifth in the division. They were picked ahead of Arkansas State and Monroe in the division. But now they're going to be picked – I presume first or second. And all of these picks are going to be based on, you know, the quarterbacks. That's that's where you start, right? That, that's where you're going to start. Uh, that's why Troy was picked, I guess, to win the division this past year. Um, Jordan McLeod, although Jordan McLeod wasn't, wasn't the guy, right? Jordan McLeod was not, uh, Jordan McLeod wasn't the guy in the summer he did not i'm not sure what people were thinking if they picked jmu to win the division because we didn't know who the quarterback was going to be and it wasn't jordan mcleod until 
the other guy couldn't throw a pass. So Jordan McLeod ends up, you know, being the offensive, being the player of the year, right? It wasn't he the player of the year. Yeah. Madi, no, the, uh, Kamani Vidal, I'm sorry. Kamani Vidal was the offensive player of the year. So, uh, it's all based on the quarterback who's coming back. And now the expectations are going to be sky high. That's what it's going to come with. And GJ Kinney's going to let them know, right? That's not going to be a surprise. Hey guys, you're coming back. You're coming back. I'm coming back. We won eight games last year. People are going to expect more. I expect more, right? We can't go lose double digit leads to the Cajuns. We can't put up, you know, we can't have somebody put up 77 points against us. Those things are unacceptable. And, you know, we came in a little bit cocky, right? We, we score a lot of points and people are going to give us their best shot and we got to be ready for it. And, you know, win and move on is nice, right? A win is a win. Some of these are not going to be pretty. The 21 to 20 win over Monroe, not pretty, but you got it done. And we're going to have more of those next season, but be ready for it. All right. Cause everyone's going to be gunning for us. And uh, I'm pumped for it. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched for it. I, I think that's a great decision by TJ Finley. Again, I have no inside information. It feels like a nice NIL deal to take care of him and his family. Um, I think G.J. Kinney may be there for a bit. It's going to be really interesting where he ends up because it's got like a five-year, $5 million deal and a lot of incentives in that deal. So I'm not sure he's in a big rush to get out of there. He is financially set for the immediacy. Uh, well, it could be a nice little run here because the point is TJ Finley could come back again. He's got two years of eligibility left. I don't know if Marty's coming back again, but um, TJ Finley could be back a second year, but that's, that's down the road. We're only talking about 2024. And I think Texas state will easily be your preseason favorite in 2024. All right, let's take a time out. Uh, speaking of, well, in this case, JMU, and we'll get to Texas State, um, making a nice run at Arkansas State. JMU bounces back. Did not play particularly well last uh, last week, and they have a big win against South Alabama on Thursday night. We will do that when uh, we come back. Now it's time to talk to you about FanDuel. Did I do that right? I did do that right. The NFL regular season is oh, uh, regular season is over, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of uh, the NFL. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. We had five games in uh, the Sunbelt basketball on Thursday night, and... Not sure if this was the headliner or not. Uh, but JMU took care of business against South Alabama. And this game was not particularly close. It was 
and then all uh, JMU. Um, they played uh, particularly well. They struggled from three in the first half. They took 36 threes <laughs> overall. 36 threes, they hit 11. So let's see. Well, we got it uh, stats-wise. Uh, they were um, four of 17 in the first half from three. They did go seven and 19, which is much better in the second half. It didn't really matter. Uh, South Alabama is, is undermanned, and they really have to, you know, they live and die by the three, and they were four of 26. And when that's the case, they're not going to win many ballgames, right? They just don't have the interior size. It felt, yeah, I mean, they got out-rebounded by 20, 48, 28. Um, I will say there were not a lot of turnovers to begin with. Both teams started out a little bit hot, like it was 10-8 to begin, maybe 11-8 at the first time out. And there were no uh, no turnovers by either team, as, as it turns out, compared to watching the Cajuns and Troy the night before, <coughs> excuse me, when there are a bunch of turnovers. Uh, and it wasn't awful, but I mean, South Alabama, I think had like seven, eight turnovers in the first half. They finished with 15, JMU had eight. So they had 23 combined where the other night, the Troy and the Cajuns combined for like 35. I think eight turnovers is fine. Even if you're winning by, you know, 33 or 30, 34, if I could do math, um, you know, anything less 10 turnovers or less is, is pretty good. Uh, Friedel had 26 for JMU, uh, six of 10 from three, uh, Edwards, uh, 14 points, uh, TJ Bickerstaff grabbed 10 rebounds and Wooden had 13, uh, points for, uh, JMU and they played everybody as you would, uh, expect, uh, Isaiah Gator lay, uh, led, uh, South Alabama with 16 points. Uh, Tabe had 15 should be I mentioned Judah Brown, who hurt himself in the Nichols ball game back in November, did go 0 for 4, 0 for 3 from 3, but that's his first action in, well, two full months. So good to see Judah Brown uh, back on uh, the court, and it just could be one of those seasons for South Alabama. It, it, it may be an issue this year for uh, for my guy, Richie Riley, uh, and the Jags. But James Madison, after struggling against the Cajuns, hanging on to win that ball game, and and then losing to Southern Miss in a ball game that they didn't have a lead after the, what, 15-minute mark of the first half, uh, does a good job of taking care of business. Uh, Mark Byington making a point uh, on the postgame show that South Alabama got him twice last year, including in the tournament in the semifinals. Isaiah Moore was unbelievable and you know, he said, our guys remembered that, so we wanted to make sure that we took care of business uh, here at home after a couple of games uh, tough on uh, the road. All right, let's see what else happened. Uh, this was one of the – in the Sun Belt on Thursday night. It's Dave Schultz, locked on Sun Belt, your team, every day. All right, so Arkansas State, this game was nuts. Getting back to FanDuel for a second, I would have been 3-2, and two, or the, the games I picked went 3-2. and two. I, for some reason, picked South Alabama to cover. Yeah, that didn't happen. And this one, that one, that one was done immediately, right? That was done. You could see they were going to lose by, you know, more than the 11 and a half points. This one, if you bet it, was tough. <laughs> this was a crazy ball game. I saw it as a seven-point ball game when I started to get ready for the podcast. And you find out that 
Texas State just kept on hitting threes. Caleb Fields hits two free throws with a minute six to go, giving Arkansas State an 80-73 to lead with a minute six to go. All right, we'll get to uh, the middle portion of this, but, huh. Texas State had the ball down two with 15 seconds left to go. How about that? Arkansas State continued to miss free throws or hit one, and Texas State was making three-pointers. So Colton Benson hits a three-pointer, making an 80-76 to ball game. Taryn Todd misses one of two free throws. Dylan Dawson makes it a three, uh, hits a three. That makes it an 81-79 ball game. Caleb Fields hits both free throws back to four-point, but Dylan Dawson hits another three-pointer. It makes it 83-82. Fields misses the first, hits the second, makes it a two-point ball game, but Brandon Love turned the ball over as Texas State never got a good shot off after what would have been an amazing comeback by Texas State. Here's the thing. Arkansas State, now three and one. And they're in the conference. After starting out, what are we, four and eight? They're three and one in the conference. They're bringing in the Cajuns. That is Saturday afternoon at 2.30. And that's a big ball game for both teams because the Cajuns are sitting, I believe, at one and three. That is not going to be an easy ball game for uh, the Cajuns. Not at all. That's going to be a little bit rough. Yeah, the Cajuns are coming in. They're back to 500, and they are 1-3. The Cajuns in South Alabama, usually two teams at the top of the conference. They may be fortunate this year to be in the middle of the conference. They may be fortunate enough to be in the middle of the conference. All right, so JMU bounces back. Uh, Arkansas State with another uh, victory. Uh, and they're taking on the Cajuns on Saturday. All right, let's talk. Let's take a time out. We'll come back and wrap up the rest of uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, Southern misplayed. And Georgia State with a big come from behind victory. Not the first time ODU has blown a huge uh, lead. We will do that next. Time to talk to you about game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying a ticket. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section, and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on, for $20 off. Download game time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. 
We are watching the Jaguars and JMU play. Meanwhile, ODU was building a 20-point lead. They led Georgia State 34-14 and 41-21. They were doing a 3-2 zone, which when I did watch it eventually, that's way out there. And I'm not sure the way to attack it outside of, I don't put somebody on the free throw line, I guess, just like a 2-3 zone. Or penetrate a little bit and get into the middle. But nonetheless, it was a 34-14 lead with 9-15 left to go in the first half. Then it was a 41-21 lead with 4-19 to go in the first half. And this is probably where Georgia State won the ballgame. Instead of being down by 20 or somewhere in that ballpark, they were down by 12. 45-33. You know they're excited when that happens. You know they're like, we got them. Also, ODU has a history of blowing 20-point leads. They led South Alabama by 22 at home in the second half. 14 minutes to go, 22-point lead. They blew that in 10 minutes. You know the Panthers are thinking, we got 20 minutes, and now it's only 12. We got them. I thought maybe the Panthers could get them by 10 by the end, but they got close. And uh, all of a sudden, the Panthers started making three. Uh, making threes, and Old Dominion started uh, missing. Let's see what we got here. The difference in shooting, all right? It doesn't give you a first half. I I did tweet out the first half stats. Uh, Old Dominion shot 38% in the second half. Georgia State shot 43. Not that all that much better, to be honest with you. I thought it'd be a little bit more... uh, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, distinctive from that. But here's the difference. Huh. In the first half, ODU was seven for sixteen from three. Seven for sixteen. They went zero for thirteen in the second half. Zero for thirteen. So they, you know. <laughs> They go pretty good, almost 50%, right? Seven for 16 is almost 50%. And they went 0 for 13 in uh, the second half. Ouch. Ouch, ouch. Georgia State led 5-3, and their next lead was 65-64. They did take a four-point lead, but Old Dominion came back and tied it up at 70, and Georgia State finished on a... A 7-0 a run. Old Dominion only hit two of their last 10, missed on their last five, finished on a scoring drought with two minutes and 17 seconds left to go. But that's a nice win by Georgia State. That matches their win total. They're now 3-1 and one in the Sun Belt. That matches their win total from last year. They're bringing in uh, Georgia Southern, all right, who's better than the record would indicate. But now Georgia State has a chance to go 4-1. and one. They were three and fifteen last year. They can start out four and one. Lane had twenty three points. Uh, Turner, fifteen rebounds for Georgia State. Odom with ten, and uh, Alette had nineteen points for Old Dominion. Williams had a seventeen. But that's a nice win 
uh, for Georgia State, 77-70 to 70 over Old Dominion. All right. And let's see. We got, I think we got one more, right? Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss uh, with a win on the road. Again, oh, we got two more. Southern Miss on the road. Beat ULM 71-58. Uh, it was Monroe was leading at half, 29-28. And Southern Miss blew him out, 43-29 in the second half. Oh, uh, Monroe falls to 0-4. Southern Miss now 3-1, and starting to turn their season around. Again, only 9-7 overall, but 3-1 and in the Sun Belt. And Coastal Carolina took it on the chin. App State, got to be considered the second-best team in the conference right now. They're 12-4 overall. Three and one in the Sun Belt, rather methodical a victory, 70 to 45, 32 16 in the first half, uh, 38 29 in uh, the second half. So quickly, we gave you some of the matchups. And again, the lines won't come out until maybe on Friday, but um, couldn't they, could not, might not come out until Saturday. So quickly, let's go over Saturday's action. Marshall 4-0 hosting South Alabama. I mean, let's be honest, Marshall's got a chance to go 5-0. Uh, Monroe 0-4, Texas State 0-4. Something's got to give there. Texas State, we'll say, gave Arkansas State a run for their money. So we'll see if the Bobcats are favored on the road. Coastal Carolina 1-3. They're hosting Old Dominion 0-4. <clears throat> We'll we'll see what happens there. I, I presume Old Dominion, but I mean Coastal Carolina is four and eleven, and Old Dominion four and twelve. So no feeling on that one. Arkansas State will get the Cajuns. We discussed that. I presume Arkansas State's going to be favored slightly, three, four, five points. I kind of like the Red Wolves in that one. Uh, James Madison. Really, the showdown is James Madison and App State. Uh, James Madison three and one. App State three and one. James Madison, uh, fifteen and one. App State is twelve and four. That will be an outstanding ball game. You would hope uh, in Harrisonburg on Saturday. Troy's taking on Southern Miss. Could be another good ball game. Uh, Troy is four and zero. Oh, Southern Miss is three and one. And so, and a, and a couple of teams that were, you know, Troy was five hundred at six and six, and Southern Miss was. They also were six and six. So these teams have uh, done pretty well. Uh, in the Sun Belt, uh, and that'll be a good matchup. And as we mentioned, Georgia State with a chance to move to four and one as they are hosting Georgia Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern gave Marshall all they could handle uh, last night, but in the end, Marshall with the victor, uh, with the victory. Georgia Southern two and two in uh, the Sun Belt. So we'll recap all of that. Come, we'll recap all of that. Come uh, Monday. Uh, we'll see if we have a new Alabama coach by Monday and what kind of domino effect that has because everyone's going to move up a notch somewhere along the way, right? If it's Kalen DeBoer from Washington who's getting the Washington job and who moves up to where maybe there is an opening or, um, you know, coordinators are taken. So there's a big job to fill. One left, <laughs> and that's going to open up another one, and that'll open up another one. So there's still a whole domino effect um, until someone just hires from within, and 
they replace him with, you know, they go hire another coordinator. That would be it. So that's where the dominoes would stop falling. Uh, all right. Please, everybody have a, uh, a great weekend. Supposed to be some serious weather all over the country. Please be safe. Uh, enjoy uh, the basketball, right, and NFL playoffs. Don't forget to look on FanDuel uh, to help you out with your betting. All right. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching and listening to Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you again on Monday.